Welcome to BIV Today, the daily business news podcast from Business in Vancouver newspaper and BIV.com. I'm Tyler Orton. We are on hiatus right now, but we'll be back in mid-August with brand new interviews. For now, I'm going to leave you with one of my favorite interviews of the past few weeks. That's with HeadCheck Health CEO Harrison Brown. His company just signed a new deal with the CFL, and it's going to be interesting to dig into how this partnership, their first ever with the Pro League, could have big impacts moving forward in the digital health realm here in British Columbia. I'll take it away with Harrison Brown. This week, HeadCheck Health announced a new partnership with the CFL that will allow the Vancouver-based company to use its technology to help address concussions on the field. Joining us today is the CEO of the company, Harrison Brown. Harrison, thanks for joining us on the program. Hey, Tyler. Thanks for having me. So tell us a little bit about how your technology works and what it's going to be able to provide to CFL players this season. Sure. So as you mentioned, there is a component that's uh, on the field and there is also a component that's off the field. So uh, really the way the technology works is, is we essentially make it easier for organizations to execute their concussion policy. So that's, that's basically taking all of the tests, all of the steps, whether it's, uh, you know, as the injury is occurring immediately after and then during the recovery uh, and putting it all into one easy to use platform. So that's, that's kind of the, the on-field portion of it. And, and that's done in a mobile application on your phone, on a tablet or on a computer. There's, there's also a guess, off the field component. And, and that's really about compliance and analytics. So what we're doing is we're giving the technology to all of the teams to make it easier for them to follow the CFL's concussion policy. And then what we're doing is we're analyzing all that data and we're providing reports back to the league. And so what the league's going to be able to do with that is, is basically check to see, are all the teams following that policy properly? Uh, you know, are, are, they, are they following those steps? Are they doing the tests? Are, they, uh, are there anything, is there anything happening that, that's slipping through the cracks? And, and the point of it is, uh, for the first time, we're giving leagues the ability to kind of lift up the hood and, and take a look at who's compliant and are there possibly ways that we can make the game safer? So what they might find is, now that they've got all this descriptive data that specific play types, specific uh, you know, areas of the field, specific time of games even, are, are resulting in higher concussion rates throughout the league. Uh, and, and that might help them make decisions on scheduling or uh, you know, other player safety initiatives. So it, it's really, uh, it, it's, it's grown from just a, a testing on-field tool to much more of an analytics and, and, and player safety concussion management platform. Well, just take me through it a little bit, because have you found if you're talking to other organizations, other leagues, that there's kind of more of a patchwork model maybe that goes from team to team, and maybe this can kind of address some of those issues there? Yeah, I mean, that, that, that's really the, one of the main premises of it is, is when you're looking at a league of, you know, I don't know, 15 teams, let's say, all 15 of those teams are required to follow the league's concussion policy. And if you drop this down to youth sports, they might be, you know, 15 teams within the same organization, and they're all required to follow that organization's policies. But, uh, you know, the tools that they use and, and the methods that they use to, to follow that policy might be different for all 15 of them. So you might have some that are paying for a technology. Uh, you might have others that are, uh, you know, hacking it together and, and using paper forms, phone calls, text messages. Uh, you know, you have other ones that maybe are using clinics, and, and that's the way that they're ticking the box and saying, hey, if anybody injury, we're just taking to a clinic. But the reality of it is when you do that, there's no consistency across the league or the association. 
And so you might have uh, athletes on, on one team being given different care than athletes on another team. And that really creates a problem. And so what our system does is, you know, we, we basically are, uh, you know, that, that, that ability to create consistency across all of the teams and then provide the league an ability to, you know, lift up the hood, as I mentioned, and say, hey, you know, team A is doing a great job, but team B is not. And, and where exactly are they not doing a good job so that we can fix it? Well, this is the first time that you guys have been able to partner up with, say, a professional league. Uh, tell me a little bit about how you guys got involved with the CFL initially. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're in contact with all of the major sports leagues in, in North America at this point. And uh, the CFL was one where, uh, you know, we, we, we gave them a proposal, we, we pitched to them, and, and they, they really liked the idea. And so last season, we actually were already working in the league on a pilot basis with the Edmonton Eskimos. And the reason why the Eskimos were chosen was because their medical staff, uh, Dr. Naidu and, and uh, their athletic therapist, Nate Hay, uh, are, are very well respected within the league. And so that was chosen by the league to actually you know, trial the product and see whether it was working and, and whether it provided value. And, uh, you know, obviously that went quite well. And then uh, this year in, uh, in Montreal at their, their, their medical meetings, they basically put together, uh, you know, a proposal to uh, expand this to the entire league. And, and that was successful. So uh, we, we've already been there for about, you know, a year now. And, uh, you know, we do have experience working with, with the teams and, uh, you know, training camps were now about four weeks into the season. So we, we've got, uh, you know, a lot of data already so far. So obviously you guys have worked with many an organization before this. Uh, do, do you approach the CFL any differently? Absolutely. I mean, uh, when you go to the professional level, you, you've obviously got to make sure that you're providing you know, the, the best you possibly can uh, services and, and product as well. So you know, we, we've really uh, you know, expanded our team internally. And, and, and one of those areas is in customer success, we call it, or customer support. And so we actually, for the CFL's training camps, we actually sent one or two of our staff to every single team uh, to make sure that when they first were using the system, that there was, you know, not only no issues, but if there, if there was any questions, we were actually on site to be able to answer them. And, and I think that's something where, you know, it reflects that we want to handle pro leagues with, with white gloves and, and, and make sure that, uh, you know, these people who, you know, can't afford to have this, uh, you know, a question go unanswered or, or can't afford to have something go wrong, uh, we're there to support them and provide them with the best possible experience. So at this point in CFL, uh, we're a few games into the season, and I guess all the Lions fans out there are hoping for a bit of a resurgence at some point. But uh, what has the <laughs> response been like so far from the, the league and the teams that you guys have been dealing with? Uh, it's been really awesome. I mean, uh, you know, we, as, as I mentioned, we, we put a lot of resourcing behind making this a success because, you know, we want to we want to be able to uh, show at, at, you know, the CFL level and the pro level that this really works and have that as a springboard for us to get into the other pro leagues in North America. Um, so the, the response has been really positive. But to be honest, we, we had expected that, uh, you know, we're, we're very confident in the product. We're very confident in our team. And, uh, you know, so we're, we're very happy with, with where it's at right now. Um, and I think one of the cool things that's come out of it is, uh, you know, there, there's been some, some, some interesting findings already that I think the, the league's going to be able to take advantage of. And, you know, obviously we can't actually share that information because it's private, 
but it is it is showing that the product is working, and uh, you know I, I think we we couldn't be prouder of that. Well, it's good to hear, and I'm wondering just from your perspective, you know, maybe how the CFL's approach stacks up versus other leagues, other teams. Just because, you know, I mentioned it before, there is kind of this sort of thought out there that maybe there's more of a patchwork going on in other places. But what kind of leadership do you think the CFL has been taking so far? Yeah, I mean, the CFL, interestingly, is, is actually I would I would say is a leader in, in the head injury space in football. Uh, you know, you look down south at, at you know the NFL and NCAA, and uh, you know I don't think they're they're taking as proactive of approach to player safety. Um, examples of, of the CFL doing this are last year they actually banned contact practices from uh, from the league, and so the only time that players are receiving you know head trauma or, or, or head impacts would be during gameplay. And, uh, you know, that was, that was done to, you know, keep the players safer and, and limit the amount of head impacts they're having. And, and then this year, you know, going ahead and, and doing this with head check, I think it just shows that they are being proactive about making rule changes, uh, investing in new technologies that can that make the game safer. And, and those things aren't happening down south. I mean, the, you know, the, I think, uh, you know, the, the Americans are a little bit slower to adopt this kind of stuff. And I think it reflects the CFL's brand is that it is a innovative league and, and they understand that, you know, from uh, player safety to, you know, fan experience to social media, everything, they're, they're really trying to be innovative. And, and I think that people maybe don't uh, see that you know, directly and, and, and they really should. Do you think we kind of benefit from being more of a, a nimble, smaller league in that it's easier to turn the speedboat around than the, say, cruise ship that could be the NFL? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, that, 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 that might have something to do with it. I mean, another thing to, to think about is obviously the, uh, you know, the NFL being a multi-billion dollar organization is, is, is probably something that has to do as well. And you don't want to rock the boat too much. Uh, because you've got a good thing going, and, and here in Canada, we're we're all very proud of the CFL, and it's a fantastic league. And uh, you know, being you know a smaller league than the NFL, you know, there's there's little things that we can do quicker, and, and almost like a you know a small company is that we're we're definitely more agile up here in, in the way that we play football. And uh, you know, I think this is just one example of that. Well, Harrison, I do appreciate you keeping up with those maritime references by mentioning Rock the Boats after I was talking about speedboats and uh, cruise ships there. But uh, <laughs> great conversation, fascinating stuff that you guys are up to right now. And I want to thank you for joining us on the program today. Yeah, thanks, Tyler. Anytime. That's Harrison Brown, CEO of Head Check Health. And that's it for the show today. We'll be back on Monday, actually. And you can find our archives on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. Share with your friends. Help us reach more people. For now, I'm Tyler Orton. Thanks for listening.